What's the difference between a snowman and a snowwoman? What? Guys, you got to rack your brain. You got to know this one. I just don't want to say it. It's snowballs. <laughs> Welcome, boys and ghouls, to a very festive mini of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. Oh, I'm sick. I ain't feeling too good, boys and ghouls. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to fork and die. Uh, some sort of horrible, Brian, horrible I, virus is um, sick, running through in my a house. Good way. Yeah. <laughs> You're just <laughs> like sick. sick. You're sick as fuck. I used to work sick. with this guy. Um, his name was Jim Pratt, by the way. Uh, Jim Pratt, you only ever wore jeans and a jean jacket. Um, he's exclusively a denim guy. And uh, we used to use the phrase sick as fuck to describe mm -hmm. Jim Pratt. Mm -hmm. So to mm -hmm. this day, my cousin, my brother and I will be like, oh, that's Jim Pratt sick as fuck. Mm -hmm. And sick as fuck could be a good thing, but also could be a not a good thing. So we'd be like, Jim Pratt's jean jacket sick as fuck. But Jim Pratt's mm -hmm. Jim Pratt's driving is sick as fuck. Like It's not good. <laughs> so it's all about how you say it. Um, so sick as fuck yeah. really could be good or bad. I mean, I like the word because I feel like um, somehow it has become habitual. Primarily mm. is happens at work where anyone says anything to me. And it, even if it's super boring and I don't want to hear it, I was like, sick. And that's all I say <laughs> to people. My <laughs> favorite one like, to do, like to like be dismissive of something somebody says, is just say, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like if they're saying something that's like they're acting like it's super exciting, but it actually is not at all. Just go, oh wow! I've <laughs> I've used wild. both of those in yeah. the past, but can I share with you? This yeah. has triggered a core memory mm -hmm. of when I was a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I remember uh, how I used to be really dismissive of people I didn't want to talk to, mm -hmm. and they would start telling a story, and I would just say. Oh, hold on. I have to take this. And then I would put up the fake phone to my hand and, <laughs> and walk away. That's great. I used, to do, I used to do that with a banana all the time. I used to, every time I saw a banana, I'd pretend it was a phone and interrupt. No matter, I mean, somebody could be given a eulogy. If I saw a banana, I was pretending it was a phone. And I would make the ring sound. Oh, I actually had a for beer you. festival one time. I, I made a phone booth out of cardboard, like, a big giant cardboard box mm -hmm. and inside was a little table with a uh, banana on it and it said um use banana phone for beer and then people would have to walk in the phone book pick phone booth pick up the banana say ring 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 and then <laughs> i would answer and then give them beer through a little slot <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I did it to the CEO of Miller Coors. I made him do the whole thing. It was nice. hilarious. I feel like it's like a perfect middle finger to beer yeah. festivals mm -hmm. is you make people really work for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like they don't want to do any of this stuff. And it's going to really, no. they're, they're not they having fun with it. Do. It's only for me. Um, the joke is <laughs> embarrassing about making them do all these things. <laughs> This, that's all. I mean, this isn't this isn't a surprising story out of you, though, being that yeah. you also tell us the stories of Carney time mm -hmm. when you put on mm -hmm. the glasses to let everybody know that now you're the manager. Yeah, the manager. I'll go get the manager. Hold on a second. Yeah. 
Or how we used to set booby traps so people spray themselves with mustard all over their nice yeah. white shirts. Uh, I love I love a prank. I love a prank. Um, in any way, guys, you know You're what? You're fucking assholes. Yeah, a little bit. Saying, but I a little like bit. It. But little I like bit. it. Yeah. You know, but I like it. Like, I don't want you to change ever, Brian. Oh, don't worry. That was There was no chance of that happening. <laughs> there is a uh, there is uh, a chance that we're going to talk about a, really a prank of a movie in a lot of ways. This is a movie um, that I chose for a punishment for you two insolent rat fucks because you lost and you deserve you deserve whatever's coming to you. Right. Um, Meg's just doing her thing where she's not acting like she's not paying attention to me while she's talking, looking at her phone. Um, but your boy brought home the strap for the second month in a row, by the way. So champ of November, you. also champ of December. So what that means is your boy gets to pick what that some bitch and punishment movie is. And I decided it's that time of year, right? It's the season for pleasing and please, <laughs> I don't know what that means, <laughs> but <laughs> we are, the pleasing is going to happen for me because I got to watch and talk. I'm going to get to talk about. Do you say that because Santa fucks? I wish. Um, no, Santa's a real fucking prude. Um, but <laughs> I get to talk about one of my all time, not only just my favorite horror, you know, Christmas horror movies, but <laughs> One of the horror movies that I have the longest history of, of, of any film out there. Um, you know, I think this came out when I was probably like 11 years old and I've watched it a thousand times since then. The movie is called Jack Frost from 1997. And it ain't that Jack Frost you're thinking of. It's the one uh, brought to you by one Mr. Charles Band. Uh, and now, for the, now, Brian. Yeah. You said this last episode. Is this I'm not a Charles Band movie? I'm, I'm going to have to give you a well, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it's This not... was before it was Full Moon Features, right? No, this has nothing to do with Full Moon. I thought it was. No, Isn't this it is... Called... This is a Moonstone Entertainment feature. Oh, I thought that was one of his other companies, because he's had like 90 versions of it. Well, so Moonstone Records is the uh, is the company that they put... That Charles Band owns and puts yeah. out the... The, 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 the soundtracks and shit. soundtracks. Yeah. Right. But Moonstone Entertainment has nothing to do with Full Moon or Charles Band. Really? Yeah. Well, shit. Yeah. However, it, I mean, I think it's kind of relevant to talk about. Yeah. Um, Moonstone Entertainment is they're another independent feature uh, producer. Yeah. And uh, recently in the news, a lot of people saw, you know, Albert Pune has mm -hmm. passed away and mm -hmm. Moonstone put out a lot of his features, uh, including the entire Nemesis series. Well, dang it, I learned something today around a, a movie that I just talked about that I've seen a bajillion times, and I always assumed that it was Charles Band because it was, uh, yeah, because Moonstone, I just assumed that was, I just thought it was one of his companies, but apparently Moonstone Records and what, Moonstone Entertainment are two different things. Yeah. Well, good goddamn, I've I've been delivered the 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 gift of um, knowledge here today by you, Steve. I appreciate that. It's okay. Um, um, but... It does not take away from the fact that this is could very easily be a full moon feature. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> this, that's the thing is like a lot of Moonstone entertainment features still fall under that yeah. umbrella of direct-to-video, 
awesomeness because like i said it's albert pune movies there's Mm -hmm. a couple van damme films in there Mm -hmm. there's some shannon tweed shit in that Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a couple cynthia rothrocks and then the jack frost films (laughs) yeah and and uh so yeah it definitely fits in that i I would say the sentiment uh is uh is still um resonates through this film in any case let's talk about jack frost from 1997 steve's seen this before meg you had not seen this before is that accurate no yeah, what'd you think? Yeah. What'd you think? I liked it. Yeah. I actually liked it. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I, I, like, I, yeah, like, I want to watch it again probably before Christmas or maybe on Christmas. Yeah, this movie. It will be part of my roster now. Mm-hmm. This one, every year, I watch this. I watch, obviously, Black Christmas, Christmas Evil, and uh, Santa Slay. Like, those are, those have become my, like, core christmas horror films um but this one goes back to you know i used to rent this at the old eagle video uh and uh and and the old uh newsstand video or whatever the fuck it was called nelwood city which was the real grimy ass one (laughs) and we used to rent this the first time i saw it um i remember very distinctly being you know probably 11 years old and my friend uh whose name is also brian his dad used to rent all the full moon features and all like, you know, it was the first time I saw head of the family was at his house. Like first time I saw Blackula, I remember was at his house. Like I got introduced by to a lot of these films sitting, you know, when I was 10, 11, 12 years old, watching them at his house. Um, and you know, my, my aunt was always into the, like the actual scary stuff. Like she loved the exorcist. She loved the omen. She loved all those like classic, you know, she's a big fan of poltergeist, but, schlock horror i really <laughs> my first taste of <laughs> came from from hanging out around his house and he was telling me about jack frost and i thought for sure he was lying he was like it's fucking wild it's the weirdest movie ever there's so many like funny lines and dumb shit in it and he's just saying all this stuff and i'm like there's no way that's in a movie like there's just no way <laughs> he was like and the snowman he like fucks this girl with his with his carrot nose and i'm like this just sounds like a 12 year old lying yeah. you know right, what I mean? yeah. and so i'm like no he doesn't it you does. asshole you're straight up lying and then we watched it and i was like you almost underplayed this like you almost slow played how insane this movie is was it like an issue of like he was also the kid that told you there was a nude code in mortal Kombat? oh yeah or, he was 100 yeah, okay, so, percent yeah. that kid right who would be like yeah i figured out the 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 way that if you you know jump across these three rocks or whatever uh laura croft shows you her boobs you know what i mean like he was that kind of guy so i thought for sure he was lying about this but no you know he he, he told the truth he, yeah like i said this this movie came out in in 97 uh it is available on tubi as all great things are hey if you pay for amazon prime watch it on amazon prime uh Wait, I know I'm doing sacrilegious things, but hey, mm-hmm. no commercials. Yeah, just bite, bite your fucking tongue. That's all I'm saying. Is just bite your fucking tongue. <laughs> Although I will tell you this, the the version I on Tubi. I I'm like, no, I shouldn't <laughs> be saying this. I, it's now in great. Now I understand what it means to yeah. have grown up in a religious household where you're like, yeah. fuck, I feel bad about this thing. <laughs> Ryan, what are you fucking doing to me? You're creating a cult and I hate it. I'm, I'm sucked in. Uh, well, here's like here's the thing about the Tubi version. Uh, I will admit I was a little disappointed is it was edited a little bit. Um, the version I saw, it did cut out a little bit of the uh, uh, of of the infamous scene, which we will talk about um, w- was cut out of it. But in any case, before we get into, you know, 
the nitty gritty on Jack Frost. We had a couple other some bitching things to do. First of all, does anybody drinking beers here or what? You I'm drinking, drinking beers. Drinking beers. I got beers and it's a it's an <laughs> appropriate beer. It's an what appropriate it? beer. All right. Drinking Southern Tier beer. Mm. It's their nitro hot cocoa stout. Oh, sounds so appropriate. It is. Yeah, I feel is. like you don't talk about Southern Tier enough. Do you like Southern Tier beers in general? I like I like the Blackwater series. So like mm. anything okay. that's the nitro. So like this hot cocoa one's pretty bomb. Creme mm. brulee, I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's just like my holdover from like when I first started drinking. Mm. Yeah. Well, and, like they were like some of the OGs. Like I feel like. Again, if no one knew this, like that was the first brewery I worked at. So Crumper Brule- Lay actually kind of like haunts me and like my 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 senses a mm-hmm. little bit because of how we like added the Crumper Brule. But uh, no, those beers were always really delicious. Like Chocolat was like one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh my god, like, that beer is. Add that to champagne, guys. De- like it's a decadent holy beer. Shit. So, mm. Oh, it's a really really nice one. Well, it's like um, gloop glop, but it's not as gloop gloppy. Like it right. actually um, is yeah. shelf stable. It was it was, it was pre gloop glop gloop glop. But. Yeah, it was it was the the grandfather of gloop of modern gloop glop. They're years. too big to be real gloop gloop glops. Right. right. Well, they that's the thing. Big. Yeah, and by too big also means that they uh, know how to make beer <laughs> because there's <laughs> so yeah, many fucking little breweries that just put absolute horse shit that settles out of their beer and it's not shelf stable. And then it literally the last quarter of the can comes out like you're pouring fucking straight up puree into your glass because you are. Yeah. Um, but then I'm haunted but, by the aromas of like pumpkin and like, oh, I can, I believe it. Yeah. For, like I still can't smell those beers. Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, yeah. I've definitely vomited like pumpkin before so like it's a, it's a threefold thing it's like yeah. not only did i have to like filter that beer and do mm. the pumpkin like the flavor for it yeah but then i drank too much of it and yep. like vomited it mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. man guys like yeah it'll happen yeah it vomit, makes sense yeah. i've i've thrown up rum uh coconut rum in the past and i don't drink coconut rum anymore mm-hmm. just, it's is just it one weird of those that if i throw something up that it just makes me want it more like I yeah, felt that like I lost weird. that yeah. little bit of it and I want it back into my body. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm here on this earth to do one thing that's consume. All right. And if food gets away from me, it is that I think it, it feels like a, a, it feels like a kill escaped. You know what I mean? That's, that almost, like you're saying that sober, but it sounds yeah. like something you would say drunk. Yeah. Like, as you're vomiting, mm-hmm. that's what you would say. Get back say. in. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. <laughs> you will know this case. You me. just think those things very soberly. Yeah. You can't escape me. I don't care if you're an animal object. I don't care if you're a liquid. You can't escape my gullet. I'll, uh, I'll take you down. Your gullet's very codependent. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, the blob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really consider myself that. I become stronger uh, as I you know, consume more things, as my, my blood sugar um, spikes. <laughs> um, I am drinking uh, a, a classic of the genre, mm-hmm. uh, a little Sierra Nevada celebration. I always grab me a celebration, uh, a little six pack celebration every dang year. It's delicious beer. I do get annoyed in how much people rave about it. Mm. Um, it's Sierra I, Nevada. I like it. I love so it. It's much. great. Sierra Nevada, though. But I'm one of those people raving it. Well, this is the thing is it's just a 
crystal malty IPA. Oh yeah, we we I feel like we've talked about. We this have talked too. about this. Like there is yeah. seven hundred other beers on the shelf at any one given time that tastes exactly like this beer. Now Sierra Nevada, I will argue, does it as good or better than anybody else. Like I have nothing but like they might be the world's greatest brewery in in my mind. Um, not that I buy their stuff as much as, or I'm not saying they're my favorite brewery. I'm just saying Sierra Nevada could legitimately be the world's greatest brewery. Um, mm-hmm. But. I hate how people act like it's such a novelty because <laughs> it literally <laughs> is just a West Coast IPA with a little bit more crystal malt that nobody buys year round. But then you put it in a red can. Everybody goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but just, it's like, served it. in December, Brian. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's so But it's also wet. Isn't dumb. it wet hop still? Like, no, it's still it's wet not. hop. It's not oh, wet hopped. Oh, okay. All it's right. fresh hopped, which is a totally a non-existent thing. <laughs> so wet hopped is literally hops that have not been dried and are extraordinarily perishable. And unless you either want to fly a plane directly from the pack Northwest or you grow your own hops or you live right up the road from, you know, Yakima or something like that, you're really not making wet hop beers very often. Um, unless you're a big brewery that flies in a bunch because wet hops will start to mildew in 30 some hours. Um, but fresh hop, all that really means is they're using this year's crop. <laughs> are you That's serious? That's what I always, yeah. I always, because I feel like sometimes, and you know this, like those mm. words can be used interchangeable. But like I thought, Sierra Nevada, like they were growing their own hops. It and is like not a wet hop beer. Okay, it, it's used. I mean, they use whole cones, <laughs> but that's fine. Oh, but, and yeah, I knew that. I knew they were pretty prominent in that one. But, but, but it's dry. I mean, um, they are just this. The, the way that they have described it in the past, when because there is a, a a bit of a mis. A, 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 I would say a confusion around people who think it is a wet hopped beer, but, uh, yeah, it's not, it's just, uh, fresh hopped is not a thing. It's just a marketing term, but it, it's a delicious beer. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. like I said, people get a boner over liquid that if it was in any other can, any type of time, other time of the year, they wouldn't give a fuck about it. I'll get off my soapbox here, guys. Um, <laughs> you should get off because yeah. I would give a fuck about it all year round if it was available more. No, but I also no, just get wouldn't. excited. How to, often like, do you drink? I fucking uh, would. No, you wouldn't. How often do you drink a uh, torpedo? Well, torpedo is like higher gravity. And so I don't drink it that often. Barely. You give it's... me a Sierra Nevada pale ale on the other hand, if I see it, I'll fucking drink it. Mm. But I'm just saying it's, 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 it's that intentional scarcity. It's the, it's the, uh, it's the McRib effect. But I'm like, and I'm super cool with that though. I appreciate that. Cause I'm also now already getting excited about nugget nectar. Mm. And See, that's that's like another really, example. <laughs> it isn't another, it's the exact same thing though. Yeah. It's almost the exact same beer. It's very but similar. Trugs. Yeah. And it happens in January. So we yeah. get celebration and then I get nugget nectar. Yeah. No, Yay. they're great beers. It's just and that. they're solid beers. Yeah. Like we have a beer like, called Vulpulin that tastes the same and nobody, and like it doesn't get a, a quarter of the hype. So, hey, Brian, do your job better. Yeah. And just yeah. release it one time a year and act like it's special. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Okay. Make yeah. it your March beer. Yeah. 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 Go, or, you know, or too hearted. I mean, Bell's too hearted. That's. I would argue that this is better than Bell's Too Hearted, but Bell's Too Hearted is around all year round. I feel like this is a larger argument. I mean, but not even argument, but like this is all we are literally hitting on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You you create something that someone loves and they associate it with a memory. Mm-hmm. They're going to fucking eat it the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You make it available all the time. Why would anyone give a fuck? 
Well, here's the thing. Like, is I think maybe I'm I'm not communicating my my displeasure here very accurately. And we are going to talk about Jack Frost, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> um, the other thing that bothers me about it, it's not really that people like it. I'm glad people like it because it is a great beer and it deserves oh, to be no, loved. I, I think it's annoying that people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about and listen, call me a call me a gatekeeper, whatever. But people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about talk about this beer like it's god's gift to beer and i'm mm. like sierra nevada makes other beers like it all year round that you never drink but because it's one of those beers like allagash white which also deserves to be praised that certain like influencer type people on the intranets decided to christen this unbelievable thing mm. now it gets all this credit meanwhile there's other beers out there that nobody fucking talks about that are amazing, but they just haven't caught that, you know, enough influencer attention. Mm -hmm. I think we need to air our grievances mm -hmm. as a whole about the mm -hmm. beer Festivus. industry, maybe on what an episode. Yeah. <laughs> like in an episode or two right now. Yeah. Um, because I mean, no, no, I mean, everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, no, this, but it's this all is what the lifestyle beer brands. Like, I know it's, it's just a lifestyle brand thing, like, but. And like to, to a certain extent, there's like a piece of me that's like, let people like what they like. Mm -hmm. Let people, even if it's like skewed and like all influenced, but then there's the other side of me as you're expressing who has mm -hmm. seen all of this stuff happen. Mm -hmm. We have seen like all of the changes in the last 15, you know, 10, 15 years. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like, I'm old man yelling like, at cloud. Yeah. I totally get no, it. You, yeah. I mean, you are, but at the same time, it's like, I fucking get it. Like I know how I know that. feeling. Yeah. It's just, so. you know, I've been in the industry a long time and um, I'm just thinking of things to get annoyed about. So, you're both, you know, you're it's both too old and mad. too embedded. Stop being mad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. I've been in the beer industry for like 15 years. Like yeah. shit is just, See, uh, you just call boring me for me. No, I didn't. No, I didn't call you old. I called him. <laughs> he's, he's both too old and too embedded. Yeah, that's probably you true. You said you guys. No, I said you. I said you, singular, to Brian. Sure. I didn't call you old. Fine, Meg, you guys. old too. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about your chocolate and all that bullshit. Nah, that, that beer came out in 94. My, I had like one nostalgic story that's actually pretty good, Steve, mm. regarding creme brulee, if we're going back for a moment. When I was moving out to Oregon... I was, you know, driving through Colorado and stopped at uh, Oscar Blues and mm -hmm. walked in and was like wearing like a just like a fleece jacket that had a Southern Tier logo on it. And they were like drinking creme brulee on the bar. And I was like, oh, this is sick. And it ended up being like people who worked there that were mm -hmm. drinking it. So I ended up, you know, nice having these like conversations. They gave me a tour. I was the only one fucking there because it was like the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. And they sent me off with a bunch of blow fills. That pretty much got me through like my first semester at school. <laughs> sure. <in Oregon. laughs> like, yeah. even though, I'm like, living off low we're fills. That's, we're, fucking, that, we're fucking shoving this. Yeah, that's, the, that's, that's the life. Living off low fills, you know, sleeping on grain sacks. <laughs> um, I, have, I actually have a can of 1050 in the uh, uh, fridge right now. But all this, yeah. all this Sierra Nevada talk, all that's made me do is think about like, I want an Ultra Vase now. <laughs> oh yeah, a beer rules. Mm. Mm. If we're talking about like yeah. more Sierra Nevada beers that rule, that are like mm. out there all the time. Did they? Did they mm. discontinue that beer? I I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. That sucks because I hope they didn't because that beer is was fucking similar really beer good. that mm -hmm. or similar like vein of that beer that I also get really excited about is Festina Petch. 
Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Always like that beer. I yeah. like, oh man, I loved that beer. I actually haven't only I've had it in years, so. Anywho, again. <laughs> All right, <laughs> guys. Jack Frost, 1997. No, 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 no. I talk about what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? And it looked like you were drinking Not tomato icy juice. light right now. <laughs> One, no. oh we have to do God. what Meg's drinking. Two, we have to do picker wheel. <laughs> Oh yeah, shit. All right, guys, come on, get your get your shit together here. Let's go. So we have two things next to me. Yeah, two things next to me. Mm -hmm. The first thing that you're seeing that looks like what tomato juice Mm -hmm. has a bunch of fruit in it and spumante. Yeah, is that frosty spumante? And it's delicious. So go fuck yourself. Um, (laughs) It it looks like he threw a bunch of cranberries and some Smirnoffs. (laughs) It's good. It pretty much pretty much tastes like that, actually. But I'm into it. You went down, go up all Osti Spumanti. That's 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 the <laughs> the Yinzer champagne New Year's Eve champagne of choice. Osti Spumanti. Yeah, there's a little bit left over. So again, I was just like, mm, <laughs> yeah. one one glass for Meg. Yeah. Um, the other thing I have here is a very disheveled bottle that's like moved around with me for the last like year and a half, two years. Um, is a bottle of Half Acres mixed culture beer that is a parfait hut. Mm-hmm. I think it has like a bunch of oats in it. It's like mixed firm. A lot of fruit. It's pretty tasty. I think obviously I probably hung on to it too long, but mm-hmm. I like it's like one of those bottles that I hung on too long. Here's what it comes down to. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say you hung on to it too long. <laughs> I got this bottle of Odie uh, Gloop Glop. I don't know. Maybe it's too old. <laughs> it looks pretty good though. I mean it looks pretty good. But um, I don't think it's as complex as it sounds. Um, so that's mm. why I think I hung on to it long. Mm. Um, but that was the bottle I got. I was reminded because I did, finally drank my bottle of Dark Lord at the Pink Boots um, party last night. Mm. Uh, th- I got this bottle the same trip, but I like decided when Avery Swanson, she was brewing out of Half Acre for a while yep. there and was really excited about all her labels and just like how she talked about her products. So I decided on a whim on a Sunday to drive to Chicago and back mm. in one day. And I got this bottle on that trip. So yeah. that that's a, that's the, a drive. That's a hike. Oh, oh yeah. I listened to, I actually listened to last podcast, I think the entire trip. So I think it was like 17 hours of like, <laughs> your brain got broke. Kept me entertained. All right, guys, let's spin that son of a bitch and wheel. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show, I'll explain to you real super fast. Every month we have a showdown episode on the first Monday of the month. Um, we pick the topic from a big old spinny wheel of topics that we've tabulated over the last uh, couple of years. And we pick them randomly, three of them. Then we post them on the social medias and our listeners and social media friends vote on one. Once they decide what it is, we announce it and then we pick a movie that is associated with that topic each one of us do then during that showdown episode we argue about it and uh you know we get a big old bag of tacks we throw them out on the mat then somebody gets frog splashed onto them you know something like that happens ultimately we vote someone takes home that son of a bitch and championship belt for the month uh and again let me remind you you boys back to back champ month over month and then the week after that whoever wins gets to pick a punishment uh movie for the other two to watch that's why we're watching jack frost because your boy is a uh in this instance a kind and gracious champion <laughs> um so steve is going to spin that some bitch and wheel and we're going to get them three topics for the dog shit month of january um 
and we'll see what it is. Yeah, we'll see if it's something that will cheer us up. Because, again, January sucks ass. Yeah. January, February. Why honestly, are you talking two so worst much shit? Months. Two worst months. They're bad months. They're no it's good. Shit months. No good. I mean, they're cold, but... Yeah. yeah. Shit months. Nothing they're to quiet. do. They're like quiet. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, like, I I need quiet right now, guys. You probably yeah. understand more than anyone. I need yeah. quiet. Yeah. I need January are, and February. They are months. calm. That's true. I will say that. That's the best thing they got going for them. Otherwise, they're horseshit. Um, all right. What are we going to be picking from? We're, what are our, our, our social media friends and listeners going to be voting on? For that showdown episode in January. So the first one that we picked is Cosmic Horror. Ooh, I like that. Did that come up before? It's come up before, but I don't think it... it I mean, it definitely didn't win. No, it didn't so, win, but... Yeah. Cosmic Horror. I like that a lot. And that is actually a really fun uh, January episode. I like weird existential shit in, uh, you know, after the new year, cause you're reevaluating yourself, you know, you're kind of, you know, what do I want to do? What do I want to be in this new year? What new endeavors do I want to take on? Cosmic horror feels like a, a, a suitable pick for, for January. What's, what's number two. There's definitely been some good ones released as of late as well. So, oh yeah. There's, it feels like there's a lot of people like, I like doing Lovecraftian things, yeah. um, uh, in, in recent years yeah. more disproportionately. Yeah, a lot of people doing Lovecraft, but like with a caveat of like, yeah, we know he's racist. We get it. But. He's a xenophobe. Yeah, he's he is a xenophobic weirdo. He's dead uh, and everything. So yeah, fuck him. He's dead. <laughs> uh, the second category though is the space sequels, and so this is oh, any fr- any franchise okay. that has a sequel set in space. Yeah, so that would be uh, obviously your Jasons. Jason X. You, uh, you also you obvious got your critters. Got your, you critter got your leprechauns. Four? I think it's critter yeah. four that's in space. Yeah. Yeah. You got your leprechauns. That's uh, also four. Yeah. What Hellraiser else? also four. Hellraiser also four. <laughs> My door wow. is four. Um, all right. So that sounds cool. There's gotta yeah. be some other ones in there that we don't even know about. I'm sure. You just got you gotta look. Jack Frost four. Maybe Jack Frost in space. Jack Frost I in wish. space. Space um, no. So what's next? We got cosmic and, horror and space sequels. Yes, and finally, which sound more related than they are. Super sweet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and th- uh, this is I like this because now we have a category. That we're for sure guaranteed to get a category that's never won before, mm. that we've never done because yeah. now this one is all little monsters. Ah, little <laughs> monsters. I love that. So that's guys. that's your little that's your little that's your little ghoulies, your critters, your mm-hmm. munchies, your gremlins, obviously. Um do, yeah. do so we I'll, leave gremlins off of this? We maybe we do. I was actually just thinking that because we've already talked about Gremlins to the new batch. Mm-hmm. We did an entire episode on it, I think. Or I picked it for something. And it's just what so obvious like that Do- Gremlins yeah. one would beat out. It, all the other ones that they kind of inspire, you know, Gremlins inspired. Gremlins too. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gremlins inspired. Yeah, like I want to so go many. into munchies or, and weird shit like that. Yeah, hobgoblins. If you've ever seen hobgoblins, oh, that's a fucking trip. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, yeah, so no, weird. I agree. Uh, yeah. I, I would, I would agree to exclude Gremlins if you guys were okay with that. I'm good with that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All okay. Right. So, so just to recap, cosmic horror. 
um, your your space sequel, sequels in space. Let's call it sequels in space. <laughs> and ah, little monsters. That's all your little ghoulies and creepies and and uh, and 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 munchies and things like that. All right, so we'll put that out on the social medias here in the coming days, uh, and then Yins can vote on it, decide which one you want to do. Then we'll. That's a fun. I'm very excited. I'm excited to do any and all of those for for January. You know, when when the seasonal depression is really kicked in, uh, you know, and you need some stupid shit to cheer you up. So I'm excited about that. Critters okay. comes in twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just had a little critters conversation as well. So, um, yeah, and critters. In, yeah, oh, two of those could be critters. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I would go as far as to say we could probably figure out one of those that's cosmic for as well. <laughs> probably not. Um, all right guys on to the main event the main course the ham stuffed with a turkey stuffed with a chicken stuffed with a duck stuffed with a pheasant stuffed with a whatever a smaller bird is the main course here guys jack frost 1997 uh did you guys I think know ultimately in yeah. your duck would actually be like the carrot on jack frost's nose would probably mm, be, would be at the base the yeah in the mm-hmm. center yep yep you just jam it up the mouse's ass because <laughs> yeah. yeah, right didn't they used to do that in like the old the olden times you know in the medieval times they would literally have like like they would get us down to the point where like the smallest animal jammed inside was like a mouse uh, sure why not I, I, yeah they were fucked up i have no then. proof um, of that but the old days were fucked up <laughs> all right guys Jack, brian did it this year for thanksgiving so yeah. i don't know actually i didn't even days. do progressively larger animals i literally just jammed a bunch of mice into other mice it was wild <laughs> uh, it was fucked up his turkey was actually just stuffed with mice <laughs> yeah i actually took a turkey and i just stuffed it with like 40 mice it was so weird um all right so first of all, the, the thing that always sticks with me that I, I when I used to watch as a kid, I didn't remember for whatever reason that much. And then like in recent years, it's like this is stuck with me more is this weird credit sequence at the beginning. That's so strange. And that so that didn't f- stick with you. It that was like I was the first kid. Thing I, I don't like, know why. Shit's creepy. This is creepy is. uncle vibes. Oh, big time. It's strange. <laughs> it's fun, but it's also like kind of uncomfortable. Um, but there's like, it's the thing that makes it slightly less creepy is the person who's doing like the little girl voice is clearly like, uh, 30 adult. <laughs> yeah um and then they have the uncle and it's basically telling the story about jack frost the serial killer and uh, he's just kind of going off um telling this like creepy story on you know christmas eve or whatever to his niece or something like that and the cool thing that i love is you know bouncing around to the different ornaments on the tree and it's the credits you know um mm-hmm. which i'm i'm a sucker for. i'm just gonna assume that this uncle was would actually be the person who would be like a copycat killer mm, feels that way sure <laughs> yeah, yeah feels that way i would uh the, I, I i would go as far as to say that should be a spinoff where that guy is like the copycat killer in because there's only two movies in this yeah. series and right like the niece is like trying to figure out who the new killer is because she mm. like heard the story from her uncle well yeah. behold it's her fucking uncle it's harry what? uncle harry or whatever the fuck his name is um it almost feels like it would be like a wraparound for an anthology mm-hmm. where like mm, creepy creepy yeah. uncle tells stories of killer monsters and then at the end, he too is also a killer. Oh, that's mm-hmm. some goosebumps shit. That little <laughs> twist ending. The, um, uh, the voice, though, is... Steve, I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> the voice, though, is uh, the director. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize. Is he British? Uh, yes. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. He is a British fellow. One of them Brit fellas. Um, this movie is such a like, <laughs> such a weird thing to say, but this is such like a cozy movie for me. <laughs> like this is such just like a cozy snuggle up with some hot chocolate movie for me. Like it legit gets me in the Christmas spirit. Um, one, because it has awesome music. Yeah. And I am unabashedly a fan of, of Christmas music. Like I love the, you know, the classics and all that stuff. Not all of them. Some of them suck. But I like weird Christmas music, like strange, um, like creepy, depressing Christmas music, especially like has uh, is very interesting to me. Um, and so they do a lot of versions of like classic Christmas songs in this that are done in this kind of like eerie way you know that's kind of like what the what 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 the soundtrack is mainly composed of which i said just kind of gets me in the gets me in the spirit um i feel like when you started talking about this movie like making you want to go spend the couch with like hot chocolate i feel like this movie just make would make you also just want to like dip your balls in hot chocolate. <laughs> you know, like that's immediately what I thought about. Yeah, like a sadomasochistic type of thing, you mean? No, more like, like yeah. more like it's like you're sitting in a chair and you have yeah. like a foot bath going and then you also have like a ball bath of hot cocoa going. <laughs> I have never Tell me more about this. Let me me ask you guys something. And this is a very legitimate question. I'm very curious. Have you ever done that thing where you sit in a chair and stick your foot, like your feet in like some vessel of water? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, Only professionally, like at a a little bit of place. Like a salon or something like that. Yeah, and then they touched and rubbed my feet, and I loved it. Weird, weird. I have never ever done that. Never. I've never Has put my. Rubbed f- your feet before? I've never. No, never. Never in my whole life. You should Ooh, try it. Wow. I got a massage <laughs> one great. time. One time. Didn't care for it. Mm. Um, I don't like to be touched. I don't. <laughs> and it's not even that. I'm not like that type of person. It's like, don't touch me. Like, uh, but I really. I'm not. I'm not brack. All right. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not but I do. And I'm not even that type of person who's creeped out about feet or grossed out about feet, but I've just, I've never, yeah, I've never done that. I've never sat with my foot in, you know, you see it in like movies and cartoons, you know, in like the Epsom salts or something <laughs> right. like that. So this is like something that doesn't exist in your world. No, it really doesn't. Um, I've never done I it. I can confirm, would recommend. Yeah. For sure. Never done it. Boy, I yeah. haven't even lived. I got to expand my horizons no. here. Um yeah, so so I, we're not going to go through this scene by scene, obviously, because we're like an hour into this episode and we haven't even talked about it. But suffice to say, there's this guy. His name's Jack. OK, he's a like a vicious serial killer who I think they say like he's killed like 38 people across X number of states or whatever. Um, I'll and, note, though, that yeah. like him as a serial killer is incredibly creepy. And I think it was actually really fun. Like, oh, open, yeah. Like, speaking but like cartoonish, know? too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. He, so the the actor um, I didn't write his name down, but he's in some other things. Like it's mostly in like this type of movie, but he's, he, you will recognize him. Scott McDonald, Scott McDonald. Like you see him, you'll recognize his face. Like he's been a commercial actor. I think like he's, he has a recognizable face. If you grew up in the nineties, I feel like, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and he's a very big guy. He's very intimidating. He's very like angular features. He actually looks a lot like what's his fucking name from, uh, Typo negative. Doesn't oh, he Peter Steele? Like, doesn't he kind of look like Peter Steele a little bit, but sands the long hair? Yeah, sands the long There's hair. There's like another... Yeah. 
Oh, I was going to say, like, he almost reminded me of another, like, older actor that was completely escaping me, but has those type of eyes. Yeah. This is clearly going nowhere, but I feel like he definitely reminded me of a very famous actor. I'm yeah, gonna he's got a distinct look. And and you know what? It might I might even be, like, associate. I was kind of in, in that thing. I was like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. And I've never, you know, sat there and looked at, like, who he is. Yeah. But I was digging into the IMDb's while I was watching it this time. And I was like, oh, I know that guy from a million things. And then I started looking on his IMDb and I was like, I haven't saw any of this stuff. <laughs> so he really could be that I'm mistaking him with somebody else. But he looks very distinct. So I feel like I recognize him maybe from commercials or something. Yeah. He he also kind of looks like uh, the, the, the cat who plays Wishmaster, Andrew Divoff. He does a little bit. Yeah, he does look a little so bit like just, him. Yeah. He's not as like giant and hulking looking. No. Um, but he does look like him in the face a little bit. Yeah. The the one uh like the one thing he does though that is like very obvious, but he only does it kind of once in the beginning, is mm-hmm. he's doing a Jack Nicholson impression. <laughs> he kinda is, yeah, you're right. <laughs> for a, for a little I, bit, but not for the I rest of the see film. That. Yeah. Yeah. Even even with a couple of the lines that he spits out, because because he listen, spoiler alerts, guys, for a movie from 1997 that was straight to video. He um, is a serial killer that his soul gets transferred into the um, into the body of a snowman. <laughs> and then he's a murderous <laughs> snowman. Um, he also does the voice of the snowman later in the movie. Um, and I think he actually a few of those kind of quippy one liners that he delivers also sound like they're, you know, pseudo jack nicholson impressions a little bit but he's being transferred transferred on um you know one one snowy christmas time evening um he is being transferred to his execution and it's of course this snowstorm that's happening and he's riding in this very well decorated festive execution truck um you know it's like a paddy wagon type of thing he's in the back with a with another asshole cop on the snowy road long story short uh, he kills, you know, the the cop that's in the back with him. There's a damn crash and an explosion, and it collides with this genetic, this truck that's transferring like some sort of genetic chemical goo, and it melts Jack into the snow, and then he becomes a sentient killer snowman. So, um, the the actual ice, um, like gene splicing animation that they cut to is really fucking. It, lo- it looks almost. It just reminded me of like a kid's like yeah, you know, like Frosty the Snowman from our kids. Right, yeah, like that's exactly what I was gonna say. It looks almost like like a 1960s or 70s cartoon. Yeah, and then like all the cells sprout, you know, arms like they're uh, snowflakes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing is very whimsical and played for laughs. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's definitely some gruesome bits too. Um, and it's just like the whole tone is weird and funny. And I think that's why I loved it so much as a kid. I feel like most of the deaths when they happened, it's like a bunch of like random little shit that you're like, I don't fully care about this is going on. Mm-hmm. But like then once you get to the kills, they're like, they're so solid and so intense and silly. Sometimes you're just like this. This is just making the movie for me. They're like gruesome, but also very silly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're well, we're about to get into the first one here in a second, but you get introduced to to the sheriff who kind of stumbled upon Jack when he was on the run and ultimately led to his, um, you know, his arrest. And then Jack, like, took 
um, you know, basically swore revenge on him when he was being sentenced. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so he's kind of being haunted by the spirit of this this guy who they think has died. And then they quickly realize he has, you know, escaped during this crash and whatever. But his son, the sheriff's son, which I think his name, I wrote it down here a little bit further down. What's his name? It's not Billy. It's the other one. Jimmy. I stopped caring about him the moment he was trying to give him like marshmallow oatmeal oh yeah the yeah, garbage yeah tommy what the fuck is his name tommy um tommy was hatched out of a 1997 egg yes like, he literally <laughs> is just the most 1995 to 1997 kid you've ever seen um and of course in this town there's a snowman building competition happening so you get introduced to some of the townsfolk around that and most notably you have one miss shannon elizabeth she is perhaps um, one of the maybe three recognizable people in this movie. The, the sheriff, which, again, I forgot to write his name down. He's definitely in a lot of things. You'll recognize him. He is he is uh, like a poor man's. Who's the guy who was on? Um, was it Growing Pains? Who had his own talk show? Alan Thick. Yeah, he's like a poor man's Alan Thick. OK, I, I can like. see he, it. He kind of looks a little bit like him in my mind. But anyway, Shannon Elizabeth is is certainly the most recognizable person probably for, for most people nowadays. Um, and her family is competing in this. She, her name is Jill, by the way. Um, and her dad is uh, a total asshole. Um, he's the asshole right from the beginning. Like her, her whole family is pretty much like her dad and her son or I'm sorry, her dad and her brother are assholes. Her mom is like kind of this just like enabler that just pretends that everything's fine the mom um, is definitely like a pill mom yeah <laughs> like she, yeah. she is no like mom. spaced the fuck out at every yeah. point and she's just like <laughs> i wanted to be an angel on top of the tree can we yeah, light the lights like, tonight yeah. <laughs> she's very disassociated in a lot of ways um but yeah, uh, so yeah, Tommy's his son, and he is she was at the uh, tail end of like the lobotomy phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she had, she had, yeah, chemical lobotomy. Um, Jill is uh, Shan Elizabeth is is just basically trying to fuck this whole time. Like that's kind of her her mentality, which is like that's great. But she also like she's I don't know if she's meant to be like a tease or if she's meant to be like you know it's the cut like you know slut shaming thing or but you, you definitely are she's very likable i mean she's a terrible actor like like we've established <laughs> this before shannon elizabeth she's terrible in this and she really didn't get much better her whole career um she's very bad at acting <laughs> um but she's she's obviously uh, very beautiful and you know she's like she's a model right she's like a model turned actor you know type of thing so i'm not speaking out of school saying that but she is very likable and like girl next story and of course at like a 12 year old me was just absolutely in love with her when i saw her on this but i think she's meant to be like pretty shitty in this movie like you're supposed to not like her but you do anyway um yeah you're supposed but, to like by the end of the film i would say you probably don't like her as much yeah but it takes it takes like a lot of work to make you not like her yeah, you could tell they were trying. And I don't know if they it's because she meets like a very gruesome end. And I don't know if they wanted to make it seem like she deserved that or something. But like it feels very mean. Yeah. <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, Her end is very, very mean spirited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which we'll get to here in a hot sec. But let's let's just cherish Jill while, while we can. <laughs> um, she's she's trying to fuck. And then uh, I think his name's wait. Is Tommy the guy that she's 
running around with, or is Tommy no. the sheriff's son, the smaller now, Tom, one? I think Tommy's got to be the sheriff's son. Okay. And then I'm trying to find... No, that's Ryan. Y- what? Ryan is the sheriff's son with the, the 1997 haircut. Oh, that is the little okay. weed that makes the oatmeal. That's Ryan. Okay. Um, I think Tommy is the is the guy whose dad uh, runs the hardware store and is always giving people 20% off on everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's Tommy. Anyway, Tommy and Tommy and Jill are the ones, you know, are kind of dating or running around together. And like I said, Tommy's always kind of being a little bit of a weenie. Um, <laughs> but uh, there is a great bit where the first like victim they come up on where this is long before they know anything about the snowman is this kind of like old man that lives on the edge of town. And he was just apparently rocking in a rocking chair out in the cold, as one does. And uh, and he just got his like neck broke. And there's a great bit where they're they keep doing this thing that's reoccurring bit where it's like a close up on the cops um, as they're like inspecting the body. So you're looking from the corpse's point of view at the cops. And there's a bit where it's, you know, the victim is in a rocking chair. And you can kind of see his head bent back, but the chair's still rocking and it's kind of creepy. And you're like, well, how is this happening? And then at, at one point, the one cop goes to the other cop, stop touching the chair. Yeah. And get your foot stops. off the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which he was just rocking it. I don't know why. That's just that bit always kills me. These two, these two deputies of Foster and Pullman, like they yeah. exemplify galoot. Yeah, they are just like both big and dumb. <laughs> but the one is also like squeamish, and the one's like unaffected by everything. Oh, yeah. Like they actually have like really good characters. Yeah, yeah. Like they they're developed pretty they're well. They're both fun. It's just it's yeah. just like they are both like they. Anytime they're standing in frame, they're always on either side of Sheriff Sam, and mm-hmm. they're kind of dwarfing him because they're both right. big. You know, just. Dummies, <laughs> hulking guys, yeah, yeah. But like you said, like at one point, one one is off throwing up, and the other is eating pez while he's looking at a <laughs> yeah, victim out of the pez dispenser, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "That's when they find the one corpse on the tree." He's like, "So you don't think we should leave her up for the twelve nights of Christmas yeah. or something like that?" Yeah, it's um, So yeah, the other person that so that um, I honestly, as a kid, this is again. This is just me being a dumbass. The secretary for years as a child, I thought was Adrian Barbeau. Because <laughs> doesn't it look like her a little well, bit? Yeah, like uh, from Swamp Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I was a kid, I thought that was Adrian Barbeau, but eventually realized that that is not the case. Um, but kind of looks a little bit like her. Mm-hmm. Um, then you get the really the first like big kill uh, in, in the movie, which is... Um, Jack Frost, the snowman, is lurking around, hiding in plain sight as a dang old snowman would. And uh, you get Billy, who is Shannon Elizabeth's shitty brother, shitty, you know, bully brother. And then you, of course, have Ryan, the little weenie son of the of the uh, the sheriff. And they're picking on him. He's doing classic bully stuff. And ultimately what happens is he gets knocked down and then someone comes down a sled and cuts his head off. <laughs> well, <laughs> literally just decapitates him with a sled. Well, this is because there the Jack Frost has built himself as a snowman outside of the sheriff's house. Right. And, he's just in the yard. And Ryan is like fucking with it. He's like making it better. He's giving it a nose. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. defining the mouth. Mm-hmm. And then the bullies come by and they're like, get out of our way. This is our black ice run, dork. Yeah. And then they <laughs> they knock the head off the snowman. So right. <laughs> they they so, incur its so, wrath. <laughs> yeah. So Jack ends up, you know, this kind of. See, so you're saying they're asking for it. Yes. Yes. 
yes, all any if a child if a child insults a snowman, they deserve to be decapitated. That's that's how it goes. Clarification, guys. Um, but there's a couple of good lines, and and this is another reason why. Again, I never questioned that it was a full moon feature. Is because there's so many little lines in the background, which is like in my mind a hallmark of a lot of full moon features where you just hear these little like peripheral lines by like just people hanging out around and first of all you get uh holy moly ryan killed billy (laughs) which we used to say that as a kid all the time but the music in the background is like kind of this like holly jolly kind of holiday music and then you hear this little banter in the background and whenever the the dad who's the one asshole shane elizabeth's dad comes and is basically a you know, uh, 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 berating the sheriff about how this happened and how his son's head got cut off. And he's he's actually playing it. He's acting his balls off. He really is <laughs> like he's he's really acting. Um, but he's like, your son did this, whatever. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, he did. He's like, he's Ryan's two feet shorter than Billy because he is. He's like, the kid looks like he's six foot two. And Billy's like. 10 years old yeah and in the background somebody goes when he goes ryan's two feet taller than him (laughs) or uh billy's two feet taller than him somebody in the background goes not anymore (laughs) (laughs) which you have to imagine is one of the deputies (laughs) yeah yeah i love it so many good little little lines there um but then there's this (laughs) this is why shanna elizabeth's character is so confusing and i really attribute it to how bad of an actor she is like i'm not picking on her but i really think that like she just knows how to play like just like smiley flirty funny yeah like, that's all she knows how mm-hmm. to play because yeah. they're trying to make her like this like asshole rebellious teenager and it just doesn't come across clear at all at one point when she says something about you know jesus dad leave me alone because she like wants to go party even though her, her brother's head got cut off like that morning yeah, i have this like, line written down too but go ahead yeah, go, go ahead because i'm gonna mess it oh, up okay so <laughs> so yeah she she says jesus dad i'm just trying to go yeah. out and then yeah, yeah. he the dad replies he's like you don't forsake the lord's name in this house <laughs> to which she delivers the, and this is the awful acting because they yeah. have to like they they even make a cut it to mm-hmm. to highlight this line so she delivers it yeah. i guess the best way but she's like the lord has forsook this house long ago yeah, and she, she whips says, her like, hair forsook. around <laughs> like forsook yeah well, is that a, a it's, word, it's a word but that you yeah. just wouldn't say you no one would say yeah. that especially a teenager no. you know like uh it's so dumb and just just the way uh, she whips her hair around and storms <laughs> off it's just <laughs> all dog shit <laughs> Uh, it's bad it's bad but it's it's very entertaining so anyway this is you know around the time that uh 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 shannon elizabeth's you know mom and dad get it you know jack frost you learn that he can basically melt himself down go under doors go through you know any kind of compartment or something that you know water could pass through and then just reform himself on the other side so um you know first dad's outside smoking a pipe and he gets an axe handle jammed down his throat like handle first because you think it's just jack's gonna cut his head off with an axe but he actually jams it handle first down his throat like a like a sword swallower would but (laughs) handle of the axe um and then he strings mom up with lights and this is one of the weirder more like fun but also like a little bit disturbing scenes because he's strangling the mom with lights like but in a very cartoonish like looney tunes way yeah Mm -hmm. and there's 
like weird, like jaunty, like folksy Christmas music happening in the background yeah. too. Um, and then he puts a bulb, a Christmas bulb in her mouth and then smashes her jaws shut. Like, so she breaks it in her mouth and then just mm-hmm. smashes her face into a bunch of ornaments. Like, it's just it's pretty violent and brutal it's it's wildly brutal considering like this character isn't i mean she's she's essentially done nothing wrong throughout the film and she's just Just, been a victim like of her husband (laughs) and then she gets this probably the most brutal beating of the entire film That that yeah, isn't, second most. Yeah, that <laughs> isn't you know that isn't just yeah. a full on here. Hey, <laughs> yeah, right. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's very mean. Let's put it this way. That's what. That's what I like about this movie. Is it's so weird and lighthearted and simultaneously so fucking mean too. Yeah. Um. It's just. It's. It's got some shock value to it. Like it's not just one of these horror movies that's like, oh, this is silly fun and nothing really is gonna happen. No, like a bunch of fucked up stuff happens. Um, and then they put they so, put a lot of time into like the makeup and everything because there's like different stages of how many like uh, ornaments are in her face because mm-hmm. in the other like it's not just one shot where they're like look what happened yeah you know it's there's a process yeah um also this house you know uh, you know whenever they come in you know and the cops come in and stuff, this house looks like every house i was ever in as a kid <laughs> <laughs> like it's just maybe that's why you know some of this like cozy nostalgic feel is it's just this such a like lower middle class just regular old house you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. with the same type of decorations everybody you knew had growing up and it just i don't know i just i have been in 1000 houses that look exactly like that. it's it's supposed it's <laughs> supposed to be in colorado but you're right like all the houses just feel like anything that you would see between here and michigan yeah, just Midwestern type of regular old houses. Uh, you get introduced to Agent Manners and Agent Stone. Agent Manners is like, they're like federal agents. Is you, you really don't know much about them. You know, their origins, besides they work for the government in some capacity, and they're like some sort of secret you know, secret feds, uh, you know, one of them's wearing a black turtleneck, which just tells you all you need to know. Um, <laughs> and uh you know so so yeah kind of inconsequential frankly until it's time to try to kill him like he doesn't really play that big of a part and really doesn't at all agent stone gives you a little bit more of like the backstory of jack frost but you know this is kind of coming to probably the most infamous infamous scene in the movie which is shannon elizabeth again she wants to fuck and she wants to fuck in the sheriff's house for some reason and she's trying to get tommy to come into the sheriff's house and uh and and really just set up shop i mean not just like sneak in and fuck Mm -hmm. on the couch it's like no we're gonna do a whole series of things we're gonna strip down butt ass naked we're gonna take a (laughs) bath we're gonna start a fire like literally we're gonna burn wood in the fireplace like you're leaving all the evidence we're gonna drink their we're gonna drink their wine i'm yeah she goes in and i don't know meg maybe it's because i'm not a woman but do you yeah. commonly dry your hair before taking a shower or <laughs> yeah. is that like i don't is that a lady thing um, <laughs> you know i can speak for i think all women uh no <laughs> Okay. I thought you were gonna say. Maybe actually, all people, all people who. Uh, yeah, I thought you were gonna say I don't bathe. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Brian. That would have wow. been awesome. Would have thrown us for that a loop. Would have been, been a better line. Um, 
or just say like women don't bathe. Like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like how when people say women don't poop. Right. You know, I can't, uh, I can't perpetuate these sort of stereotypes. Yeah. But I'm, I'm watching this through the eyes of 11 year old me. You got to remember. So I'm trying to channel 11 year old Brian. Why would you not want women to like bathe then at that point? I don't know. You, you could have told me anything about women at 11 years old and I would have believed it. You know, um, I never even met one. Um, so, (laughs) so, um, you get a, you get a great line here where Jack Frost, of course, you know, they're, they're doing this whole like seduction scene and Jill is like, um, let's, you know, pull your dick out or whatever. But then she's like, but I need wine and a roaring fireplace before we fuck. And he's like, okay. And she like goes into the bathroom or whatever. And Jack Frost pops in through the door and then he's. Tommy tries to defend himself, stabs him a bunch of times with, I don't know, is an ice pick or something like that? Yeah, because he had an uh, ice pick. And I guess this was supposed to, like, be a thing that threw you off. But he's, like, getting ice out of the freezer to put mm-hmm. in a glass of wine, mm-hmm. which is just a hilarious <laughs> thing where he takes a sip of class, wine. and he Pure class. He takes a sip of wine and he goes, ooh, that needs ice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, it's such a Midwestern thing, yeah. too. You know what I mean? That was like, just further illustrates the Midwestern nature of this movie. And it's also like um, shitty rosé, too. So like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and every single person in my family and that I've ever met in my entire life drinks a wine with ice in it. Um, it's just part of growing up white trash. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he's basically, it doesn't, you know, the stabbing him with the ice pick doesn't do anything. So he says something like, you know, what are you or whatever? And he's like, the world's most pissed off snow cone, which is just <laughs> such a dumb, memorable line. The, the um, lines are memorable yeah. because they so don't good. make sense. No, they're out of context completely. Like at one point when something happens, so later we get to it, you know, they keep melting Jack Frost, killing him, shooting him, melting him, blowing him up, whatever. And he always comes back. And at one point he comes back and he's like, made in a USA or something like that. Like, what? what are you fucking talking about? You're a snowman. And the other one is when he, he is, I mean, even further, and it's basically like towards the end, but like he, he, essentially possesses agent stone and he jumps down his throat and possesses him and then like agent stone (laughs) throws him up in the middle of the street which like the whole effect is fantastic it's probably you get a great bladder effect it's an amazing effect i love it but after he throws him up he comes up and he's just like don't eat the yellow snow and it's like you're not yellow. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. If you were yellow, that would is make sense. Is he just sense. pissing his pants? Is that what he's kind of yeah. saying? Like, pissing his like. I think it's ball? just they had a list. Is this like a situation where there's piss in his balls? <laughs> his balls are full of pee. I I think what happened was before they made this movie, they had a nice little three ring binder and they wrote a bunch <laughs> of snowman puns in it. And they just said, we got to use these up, guys. These are these are fucking gold, comic gold. We got to we got to use. They them. had the actor come in and do the ADR, yeah. and then yeah. just read a list of puns, and then yeah. the editor threw them in wherever, <laughs> wherever. Where put this where it makes sense. Yeah. Where I trust you. It's, I'd like um, to see the ones that did not make the cut. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be great. Like in the deleted scenes. Um, mm. So here's a good like this is someone again. You know, so so Tommy's dispatched, uh, you know, you learn that um, Jack can also shoot icicles out of his hands, which is kind of sweet. Um, but if you're if you're doing a B&E, right, probably don't take a bath. 
Like, that's honestly like the one thing you probably shouldn't do. Like, don't handcuff yourself to the furniture and don't take a bath if you're if, if you are breaking into someone's house. Um, but there is old old Shannon Elizabeth. She, she decides to just get butt ass naked and get in the bath. She thinks that Tommy has ran the bath for her. I'm just going to I'm just going to make a point to say, too, I don't think she would go on my favorite horror butt list. You know, yeah, no, she's got a one of them long butts. <laughs> it is a long butt. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah, it's like no, a don't... horse face of a butt. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth. She, she, I don't think people think about her for her butt. You know, she's 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 all face and boobs. She she's got you know she doesn't have she doesn't she just doesn't have that that you know, what you need in a 2022, but you had that mid nineties, as long as you're skinny and pretty, everyone thinks you're hot. Like that's all that you had to be mm-hmm. in 1990. Right. That's, um, yeah, that's the other thing is you have to look at the butt through the lens of time. And yeah. in 1997, you didn't have to have good butts cause people weren't on butt stuff at this time. Did you no. just like also say you have to look through the butt? Like- look through the lens of 1997, <laughs> butt butthole pleasures. Yeah. People weren't on butt no. stuff. We weren't on big no, butts. They we weren't on. It was all. Yeah. I mean, we're, I think we're, we're still. I think we're still three years away from the thong song even. So, like, you got to <laughs> you got to think of these things within the context. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately. But, um, you know, now, so, thong song would have already been out. Was it? When was or the thong song? Just been coming. Ninety. It's got to be right around this time. Thong song was ninety nine. Yeah. So we're there we're still go. we're still a couple oh, years really? away. Yes couple years we haven't even crested that we have not crested that's that social milestone the red dragon himself cisco as a butt connoisseur (laughs) i know when butt history occurs (laughs) steve is a butt historian steve's actually writing a book right now on butts in history butts throughout history sorry i didn't mean to like blow your cover it's okay like cleopatra you know the first you know iconic butt <laughs> i don't know um anyway uh the tub water turns to snow because jack uh, inhabits the tub um and and now this is when you get like i said the most infamous scene in the flick which um i don't remember if the last time i watched this i watched it on tubi i don't think so i think i watched the last time i watched it was last year or the year before but it was on the joe bob christmas special mm. In one of the, you know, fairly recently. And I'm pretty sure this this scene was there in its entirety. But in the Tubi version I just watched, it was not. Um, So here's what happens, guys. And I'm just going to lay it out to you plain, plain and simple. Straight talk. Yeah. She gets raped by a snowman. I mean, that's really the long and short of it here, guys. Um, Shannon Elizabeth uh, is there's a scene where she is basically in the tub. The tub turns into Jack. He kind of stands up. He is holding her. And in the version that I have watched many times, you actively see him take his nose off and put it where his dick would be and then start kind of smashing her against the wall. And the implication is that he is uh, raping her with his um, snowman nose slash dick. Um, The version that I saw, you don't see him take the nose off and put it in approximate snowman dick location so which is which it's 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 weird though because in uh i mean at least on the tubi version like he does 
put it back where back it's back on and then and then like delivers a couple lines about like i guess christmas came early <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah he does the line but, send her some flowers but it's one of those yeah some about center flowers but like the one thing is like i don't know if like i've seen this movie enough times that it's like is that in my head that he does that is that a but mandela I'm effect sure he did yeah is it a mandela effect but i'm pretty sure in the VHS version that we saw many times, that's what happens. You physically see him take the nose off. Where in this instance, all of a sudden, the nose is just, the nose is floating in the tub. And then it's just not on his face. And then you see him put it back on his face. So I just remember it being way more obvious what was happening and not as much implied. But yeah, maybe somebody can comment on that. I don't know. Uh, but it is very uh, it is certainly the most infamous scene in the movie because it's obviously uh, uh, pretty, pretty brutal and pretty tasteless and <laughs> and awful, uh, even by probably by 1997 standards. But um, yeah, that's that's probably the, one of the scenes people uh, uh, people remember, uh, you know, remember the movie for. Yeah, I mean, and, um, and that's just, you know, that's just a credit to the film being an independent film. With yep. no breaks, no producer yeah. who says, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> like <laughs> maybe you should, maybe don't. Yeah, no, you- <laughs> no, there's there's no maybe don't here. There's just some weird old British guy who's just like, "Yeah, hey, it's <laughs> what, what if the, the snow might rape her? Oi, oi, oi! Why don't you get a snowman up there? Give her a little bit of old in and out. He takes he takes his carrots off and gives her the in and out, doesn't he? We're just turning it into Clockwork Orange. <laughs> um, that's actually a great spinoff because then the nose is orange, you know. So it's mm-hmm, like, anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so the snowman. Actually, boy, that could be a Halloween costume, Jack Frost, or you dress up in the like the iconic like milk bar outfit from Clockwork Orange, but you're a snowman. Oh God. <laughs> That might be tough to pull off. Um, anyway, so, you know, this crazy... It's just the head. Just, like, do the head, but the right. makeup on the snowman face Yeah, you got to put that little eye la- orange. Yeah, eyelash yeah, thing. thing yeah. Um, yeah, so... I'm not going to lie. Is this going to be weird to admit? I've never seen Clockwork Orange. You've never seen Clockwork Orange? I haven't. Ooh. Check it out. You should see it. You should see it. It's uh, also... It's a great movie, but I, there no, is some very it, unpleasant parts. I actually stopped parts. it right during the um, rape scene that was 10 yeah, minutes into the movie. the home movie. invasion rape scene. Yeah, that's tough. That's, th- yeah. that's tough to watch. It's tough to watch. Um, Stanley Kubrick, turns out, pretty fucked up. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, so, you know, everyone's snowed in in this town. Uh, no one can get in, no one can get out. That's the whole thing. There's a crazy snowstorm coming through. So they take to, hey, it's all it's on us. You know, the cavalry ain't coming. We're going to have to deal with the with Jack Frost. So, like I said, they shoot him, they melt him, they blow him up in a pretty good explosion scene. Um, You know, they blow him up with some gas. They blow him up with the damn boiler. You know, all this stuff doesn't work. He puts himself back together. Even one of my perhaps my favorite scene. So they do this thing where they shoot the melting snow in reverse to make it look like he's like coming back together, which is a cool effect. Mm. But they blow him up and then he puts himself all back together. And when he comes back together, all his pieces are all messed up. And he goes, <laughs> look, mom, a Picasso. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Line. It is pretty good. So Agent Stone, you do get the explanation from him. He's some sort of fucking psychotic government, you know, scientist or whatever who created some, I don't know, gene bullshit to like help the world live through nuclear holocaust or something. (laughs) This guy is in the same government arm 
as uh, the doctors in Carnosaur. <laughs> like, and uh, and also the and also the doctors in um uninvited yeah. that are doing right, the cat yeah. research they're all in the same that lab just go out in the parking lot yeah, yeah just with guns it's a yeah. very interesting subdivision yeah yeah it's just a bunch of dumb asses that they just give really dangerous <laughs> abilities to um just a bunch of fucking sociopaths um <laughs> Yeah, but he explains that basically he created some sort of, yeah, blah, 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 chemical shit that combined with the snow and Jack's DNA during the crash. And now he's uh, he also goes into this thing, which they don't. Well, they do, I guess, kind of allude to you could argue, but it might be giving them too much credit. But he basically says that he also has proven that the soul is a chemical, (laughs) which I thought was a pretty interesting claim and you could say at the end we'll get back to it at the very end um it's not particularly exciting but the ending actually in this movie like kind of falls a little bit flat but it's like that's kind of what you expect from a movie like this um but he's proven that it's a chemical so you're like wait what um that doesn't make any sense ultimately they end up attacking with hair dryers and then he comes back with um big giant ice sickle teeth which is the best version of him like that's the evolved version of him like that's the that's the charizard of jack mm-hmm. frost when he's mm-hmm. got the big fucking uh uh icicle teeth he kills <laughs> turtleneck <laughs> yeah well, he's blastoise would you prefer that i guess he's water type pokemon if jack frost is a pokemon he'd be water type pokemon Let's it did be real. change my opinion about what was happening <laughs> okay all right so you didn't want more Pokemon minutia is what you're saying. Okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, so Stone is like kind of if like Meg was a Bay Bay Beyblade girl. <laughs> yeah, she also. Was. You can't you can't get too deep into this ultra um, nerd shit that's the only Steve and I would probably know. About. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about I don't it. Let's feel put it bad this way. About a single thing. Good because the the references just, we're making know, are not like things adult bit. men shouldn't know a lot about, but we do. <laughs> um, I mean, a little bit. I just want to understand yeah. the references, yeah. but the other side, I'm like, no, I don't. We should. That's, I mean, I'm also sitting here, guys. Again, a 37 year old adult man playing with um, McNugget buddies. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really just where we're coming. I was coming curious from. what you had in your hand because I almost thought it was a carrot, and I was like, are you like just have a carrot hanging around with no, you no it's mcnugget buddies but i do have a lot of uh, ninja turtles around me and and uh again yeah I'm a, I'm a child um but uh yeah so stone is the is the the scientist that's like don't kill it we have to understand it we have to you know study it whatever um and he ends up going into stone's body which you don't realize at first but like steve said he comes walking out looking like you know he's somebody wearing a dang Edgar suit and he comes out like and his neck's all bulging there's like this pretty cool uh you know bladder effect that you get and then he barfs up all this snow and of course it's you know Jack Jack has went inside of stone um and uh when he comes that's the don't eat the yellow snow line uh which again makes no fucking sense in the scenario um but ultimately, you learn that, again, kind of distressing. They don't really bring it up. But you do get a decent callback because earlier in the movie, the little fucking psycho kid of the sheriffs made him this disgusting looking breakfast that was just like oatmeal, but 
marshmallows yeah. in it or something. It, it, I mean, it was like it. A, it was. It looked like the mash after a Southern Tier uh, brew day. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, Buddy the Elf was the brewer, right? You know, so it was just like mashed a bunch of glue globs there. <laughs> well, no, you it's did the granddaddy of glue yeah, I'm just saying it's the leftover mash. It's not. It's not the beer itself. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You it's got just, all the it's, chocolate it's, and it's oats the spent and grain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he's basically, he, you know, he doesn't eat it obviously, but he says something to him because at one point he smashes, you know, Jack in the face with the, the bag of the oats that his, his son gave him. And it kind of melts away Jack's face. And he's like, what the fuck did you put in that? And he was like, well, I didn't want you to get cold. So I put antifreeze in your oatmeal, <laughs> which again, not cool. Like that would have definitely killed him. Um, which now but, at this point better lends to the idea that maybe he did kill Billy. That's, that's what I'm why saying. The t- he was a fucking sociopath all along. And I wish in the second one it came out that he was the killer, you know, or something. Or just like a that, killer. Like he's it's just a killer in he, general. Like he like tortures just animals thing, like, and stuff in like <laughs> Yeah, like like if he was just like, oh, you know, Ryan, ever since Ryan got the chair you know, or something <laughs> like that. Um, but, um, you know, so so he realizes it's antifreeze and that's the only way you can kill Jack is with antifreeze. So very quickly, um, they are able to 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 muster together an entire um, what I can only describe as a hillbilly hot tub, which if you don't live in the middle of nowhere and probably haven't done this before, <laughs> back in the day when we were little, we would get somebody with a big eight foot bed in their pickup truck, or you could do it in any pickup truck, and you felt you'd put a tarp, a new, a nice new tarp with no holes in it, in the bed of the pickup truck, and then you fill the bed with water, and it's like a little, it's a swimming yeah, pool, right? Swimming we used to call it a hillbilly hot tub. Uh, sometimes you just dig a hole in the ground, put a tarp in it, and then fill it so with water. So this is this is the point where we stop and ask because you were curious and maybe somewhat critical about Meg and I using foot baths. Mm-hmm. How many of us have been in hillbilly hot tubs? <laughs> yeah, I get I it. I actually have not, uh, and I yeah. don't believe I have either. I have, so, guys. Yeah. I have. <laughs> Anything, honestly, and I'm not, this isn't like a, you guys are weird for having put your, soaked your foot in hot water. I totally get why that would feel good. I am saying it's weird that I have never done that or seen anybody do it. I think we should combine these two worlds and then we just do a very small hole. Yeah. And you just like, just, yeah, fill it up with hot water and just like put your feet in. This is a good idea. What if we did comfortable? This would be a whole I, business. It's an outdoor like. So I have a big spot. fire pit out spot outside, and I do like to do bonfires <laughs> in the winter time. Mm. So I okay. should build a bonfire. I'll dig a hole. Uh. You know, when the ground gets a little soft, I'll dig a hole, and I'll put it something in it, and then I'll get some coals from the from the fire to heat the water up. Yeah, and then you can mm, you can just have it you can have it circle around the fire, and then mm. goes into a pool and then it circles out. You you figure it out. It's like a little moat. Yeah. yeah. I have a little, I have pumps. I can make this into a whole yeah. thing. Hmm. All right. I got a project this weekend, guys. Um, all right. Uh, you do get a pretty cool stunt here where, where the sheriff is, is wrestling with Jack, uh, as you might imagine. And he does a whole, uh, just fucking spears him. Just Bill Goldberg, uh, you know, St. Nick himself, Bill Goldberg spears him off the fucking, I don't know, balcony or a, damn portico i don't know what that thing is but he spears him off of it into the bed of the truck the hillbilly hot tub full of antifreeze and then you get the whole like melt effect you know it's 
the guy's acting his balls off. He's really flopping around in that damn you know, pool or whatever that was. I'm sure it wasn't really antifreeze, but just when you think he's dead, the arm <laughs> comes back and grabs the kid, which is great. Like you just, it's one of those things where they just, they kept pl- going back to that trope, which was, he's not dead yet. He's not dead. Yeah. Yet. He's not dead yet. Like they, I mean, how many times, honestly, one, two, three, four, just five. Yeah. It has, yeah, it has to be like more than five times. I think. Yeah, that that they're like, well, that's over. We got him now. <laughs> we figured it and then out you look now. At, and there's 45 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the kid gets dunked in the antifreeze. He gets baptized in antifreeze uh, straight up John the Baptist style in the in the in the in the in the big baptismal pool full of antifreeze. Um, and then that melts the arm. And then here's where I'm confused. And I, I get that maybe this maybe I don't get it. But here's what I think <laughs> the ending means. So the morning breaks and the cavalry is coming in, you know, the feds are coming in in their black SUVs and they are burying the remains of Jack Frost at this point, because when they put the antifreeze on him, it kind of like turned him human in a way because you started to see like flesh and bone and like gore inside him where previously it was just snow. Right. So the antifreeze turned him back into, uh, you know, his corporeal form or his human form in some capacity. So they're burying him. So the idea, I think, is to that he's going to they're gonna, you know kind of burying the evidence. But they basically say, like, what are we going to tell the, 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 the feds? And they're like, we'll just tell them it's too late or something like that, which is very it was some ambiguous quote like that. But they're burying him in a hole and they're apparently Filling the hole with antifreeze too, but the antifreeze is still in jugs, closed, sealed jugs. I think they put it back in the jugs. Why? Because that would be that would imprison him and keep him from. Because like, so the way I took it was that the antifreeze strips the 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 ice and the water yeah. away from his body. But like once yeah. they do that, there's nothing physical left of his body. So it like, it should have been bloody. Oh, I understand. I understand. Yes. I'm stupid. Yeah. So, so basically they, his body was liquefied. Yeah. Cause I took it as there were physical. Cause I was like, why would you even bury him? But because I saw the gore, right. you know, cause you see like the flesh and stuff like that. So what you're saying is his entire body dissolved into the antifreeze and then they put the antifreeze back into the jugs and then right because yes, that makes because like if you go back to when he's initially transformed he's like he's like yeah. hit it, it's called like an acid of some sort and he's hit with acid right and so he's basically dissolved into blood into the snow yeah. but the, it also has that acid with it and yeah. so like once you strip once you strip the ability for him to be corporeal by making it you know, un, uh, melty, you know, mm-hmm. and then they just dump it all in the, they put all the antifreeze in a jug and say jug goes in the ground. Yeah. And then you, you do get the, the underground shot of the, one of the jugs, you know, boiling. So you're like, ah, he's still, he's, in still there. Got he's, it. he's alive somehow. Um, that's really funny that I've seen this movie so many times and never <laughs> put that together. Like I, I am genuinely questioning my intelligence right now. The other thing is, um, this is one of those movies that I've probably started it 50 times and I've probably only watched it beginning to end 
10 times. Sure. Because <laughs> you know I mean? it's just it's just one of those ones you throw on and then you get all stoned and you fall asleep. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just rarely get to the end of it. It's just one of those types of movies. Well, like I said, I fell, I fell asleep yeah. watching the Riff Tracks version like like probably five days ago or you know like a week ago or whatever like so like yeah it's one of those ones i start and i watch riff tracks and i just fall asleep and i go "Eh, i know what this is bye (laughs) we get it good night bye um yeah so anyway guys that is jack frost you're very very welcome and i hope that this is you know turned over a new leaf in, in your life, you know, this is going to set you on a track to a, to a different trajectory of, um, uh, happiness and prosperity in the new year. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could have been a lot, a lot, a, a lot worse. I think this was a fun no, no, movie. I mean, you could have been meaner and this is yeah. really fun and I'm glad I got to watch it. Um, I, I, w- I was going to, I just don't yeah. believe your intentions. No, no, his care. intentions are um, to try to trick us to vote for him again next month, but no. Like, no. What a weird thing to no. say. No, what a weird thing to say. Do you, I was listening to the episode. Do you remember last episode where I tricked <laughs> Megan to offer a trade for the movies? <laughs> 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 that was so funny. Dude, I fucking got I, you so like, good. I was so tired and was you were you were like heavily you could tell night. you were drunk oh and God. tired and confused and i just took advantage um. of it it was so great um all right so God, what are we doing next week do we know already yeah, we're gonna do uh christmas but uh bloody christmas the the new oh yes we're gonna watch christmas bloody Christmas. the new joe bagos film about the santa claus terminator he looks sick uh the previews look awesome i'm super excited for that there's so many good new christmas movies you got the mean one mm-hmm. Uh, coming out uh, with what's his damn name? The guy who plays Art, Arthur Clown, David Howard Thornton. David Howard Thornton. You've got Violet Night, which is obviously a much bigger budget thing, but I'm definitely still going to see. Um, ah, just so many good ones coming out this year. So many good mm-hmm. ones. All right, guys, tune in. We're going to talk about that one next time around. And also, don't forget, um, we've got three topics um for you to vote on on the social medias so once you listen to this if you haven't already go on the instagram and the twitters and even the ticky talkies if you feel so inclined i think meg posted on that in probably june um so you might not have seen that one yet but go <laughs> she just rolled her eyes at me right now i don't even know what's happening <laughs> Um, but not even that drunk right <laughs> not even i'm too drunk to taste this chicken um <laughs> so they uh uh go over to the tiki talkies check it out over there but we're going to vote on instagram and on twitter it's at halloween is forever on instagram at hello forever on uh on the twitter and you can help us pick what our showdown episode for that hot garbage month of january but we have two, or I'm sorry, three very cool topics. Again, cosmic horror, um, space sequels, or sequels in space, and ah, little monsters, in parentheses, not gremlins. <laughs> um, so that'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited to do any and all of those. So anything else, guys, that I'm forgetting here? No. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, you have your salsa holly jolly little mid-december here soak up the the christmas spirit meg are you in the christmas spirit yet i know you're struggling with the with the spirit 
Oh, you guys what also, it's your birthdays. You this is both of your birthday yeah, months, Steve, which we I forgot. Yeah, your birthday. And Can't I feel like such a I saw it the next day. Yeah. And we're going to be recording another episode on my birthday, but mm-hmm. I won't be as quiet about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't care about because my birthday. It, it happens. <laughs> I have some donuts and then I move on. I don't either, but at the same time, I want you guys to care about my birthday a little bit. That's what I do. My birthday just means I'm going to have chicken wings and donuts. That's yeah. literally my birthday. Like I'm that's so excited. That, my birthday yeah. is I'm going to go to Big Shot Bob's, <laughs> I'm going to get some wings, and I'm going to go to Orem's and get Hell some yeah. donuts. That's what my birthday Brian, is about. you know what about. my birthday is now? What? This is how, like, so I used to be an asshole and be like, oh, everyone care about my birthday. Blah, blah, blah. And then I stopped and I decided to live my birthday for myself. <laughs> yeah, and that's I, the so best I part. Only do, I do only exclusively do things for myself on my birthday, yeah. which is, shut up, Steve. I don't know if you even understand what no, I'm I saying. No, I get what you're saying. Oh, it's just, but- <laughs> it's, it's funny because like you, you turn it around, like you stop imposing it on other people, but then you just cut everybody out and you're like, I'm doing me. <laughs> Fuck off for the day. <laughs> don't talk to yeah. me. Don't talk to me. Okay. Okay, okay, you guys, again, this open invite is also for Bring you. Bring me booze. Uh, no, 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 no. This is what I started doing a few years ago when I started having this switch in my brain to mm-hmm. stop caring and expecting things uh, very seriously, but also really fun, and I'm happy about it, mm-hmm. is that I find a BYOB place, mm-hmm. and it's an open invite for whoever wants to come, and we just bring 40s, have a nice dinner, Sick. and drink 40s. Oh, I like that. And then I usually surround it like a show or like an event or something. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes Listen, sense. As long as I don't have the plague, I'll come. <laughs> I currently well, am plagued. But, well, happy belated birthday to our lovely friend Steve and happy soon to be birthday. Actually, we're going to record on Meg's birthday, so we'll we'll celebrate that then. Um, And by celebrate, I mean just a passing mention. I'm actually going to drink a 40 Uh, on that. Sure. You should. You should. We should actually start doing that. Here's an idea. Here's a really good idea. Tell me if you like this. I know the episode should be over, but we're still talking. Here's what we should do. The punishment episode every month the person who picks the movie should also pick what the other two drink oh i kind of like that i kind of like that. <laughs> Isn't that kind of fun? i don't hate it but should the person who won have to like pay for it because what if it's something yeah mean, yeah almost it's like yeah okay i, mean, I think cool. that's okay i think i think if you if you want to if you're picking something wild yeah if you want to like keep if you're it, picking a 40 fine right yeah if you want to keep it simple and just like whatever the garbage is at giant eagle that's two for six which is yeah. like you know mike's hard freeze or whatever <laughs> you can go get that on your own is this like a yeah. secret ice situation too mm, like maybe. you just show up i don't think it's just se- i don't think it's secret bag. <laughs> just hand you a paper bag yeah. and you, well, you gotta no, drink this. this is what i'm thinking is like you know you we okay since we haven't been recording in person mm-hmm. at all like we the other the person who won has to like mail the other two the beer mm-hmm. but we or, can't open it until yeah. we're on the show that's a good idea or we can also <laughs> start recording in person again because nobody yeah, has the crovis sick. although i'm currently plagued but um not with the crovis but I just, just with some other horrible having thing time again with my life and i'm trying to figure it out i know i know I, i'm I finishing know my I'm basement like my basement's <laughs> almost finished too so we won't have to jam up here in my office so my basement by the end of the week uh will be you know finished and actually be a livable space so maybe we'll start doing the basement and then we'll you know drink four years in my basement which is really what my basement's for that does drink feel like more of a crypt i know like crypt or cal of sorts i know and my office is way too full of shit anyway so and i have been really needing to like cuddle your 
your puppy and i know bruce would love it too so yeah you got it yes he loves to play with <laughs> he loves to play with other dogs because my other dog who's like 14 will not play with him because she an old bitch um and she mean anyway guys all right all let's right. wrap it up here guys go out there and watch yourself some jack frost and uh and enjoy your your holiday wee drugs or whatever you enjoy when you watch dumb movies like that it's gonna be a lot of fun um, mushrooms would be great i know you always keep promising mushrooms and then i'm currently mushroomless so and, anyway for the <laughs> halloween is forever crew i'm brian i'm Meg. i'm steve all right see you later bye